Section 17 of the Sikh Religion Its Gurus, Sacred Writings and Authors, Volume 3 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Padi Aluwalia, Ottawa The Sikh Religion, Its Gurus, Sacred Writings and Authors, Volume 3 By Max Arthur McAuliffe Section 17, Sukmani, Part 3, Slokes 17 to 24. Slok 17. The True One was in the beginning. The True One was in the primal age. The True One is now also, O Nanak. The True One also shall be. Ashtapadi 17. His feet are true, and true is he who toucheth them. His worship is true and true his worshipper. A sight of him is true, and true is he who obtaineth it. True is his name, and true is he who meditateth on it. He himself is true, and so is everything he sustaineth. He himself is excellent, and the bestower of excellence. The word is true, and true is God who uttereth it. The ears are true which hear the praises of the true one. To him who understandeth, everything is true. Nanak, God is altogether true. He who knoweth in his heart him whose form is true shall recognize the root of all things, the cause of causes. Divine knowledge shall be revealed to him into whose heart faith in God hath entered. He shall abide free from fear and be absorbed in him from whom he sprang. If one take a thing and blend it with another of the same kind, it cannot be said to be separate from it. A man of understanding can understand that. When God is found, O Nanak, man becometh one with him. The servant of the Lord obeyeth his order. The servant of the Lord ever adoreth him. The servant of the Lord possesses faith in his heart. Pure is the conduct of the Lord's servant. His servant knoweth that God is with him. God's servant is dyed with his name. God cherisheth his servant. The formless one preserveth the honour of his servant. He is a servant to whom the Lord showeth mercy. Nanak, such a servant remembereth God at every breath. God will draw a veil over the faults of his servant, and will assuredly preserve his honour. He will bestow greatness on his slave, cause him to repeat his name, and preserve his honour. No one knoweth God's condition or measure, no one is equal to God's servant. God's servant is the most exalted of the exalted. The servant whom God applieth to his service shall be renowned, O Nanak, in every direction. If God infuse power into a little ant, it can reduce to ashes armies of hundreds of thousands of millions of men. God preserveth and holdeth out a hand to him, whom he desireth not to deprive of life. Though man make efforts of many kinds, his exertions are in vain. No one can kill or preserve but God. He is the preserver of all creatures. Why art thou anxious, O mortal? Nanak, repeat the name of God the Unseen, the Wonderful. Ever, ever, ever repeat God's name. Satisfy thy soul and body by quaffing its nectar. The holy man who obtaineth the jewel of the name will look on no one but God. He will deem the name his wealth, the name his beauty and delight, the name his happiness, God's name his companion. He who is satisfied with the savour of God's name shall be absorbed soul and body in it. To utter the name standing, sitting, or sleeping, saith Nanak, 
is ever the duty of the man of God. God gave the gift to his worshipper to utter his praises day and night. They who serve with heartfelt love shall be absorbed in the Lord. They shall know the past and the present, and recognize the order of their God. Who can describe his greatness? I know not how to describe even one of his excellencies. They who abide the whole day in the presence of God, saith Nanak, are the perfect men. O man, take shelter with them. Give them thy soul and body. He who recognizeth his God is bountiful in all things. In his shelter thou shalt find all happiness. By a sight of him thou shalt blot out all sin. Renounce all other cleverness, and attach thyself to his service. Nanak, ever worship his feet, and thou shalt suffer no more transmigration. Slok 18 He who knoweth the true being is called the true Guru. His disciple is saved by association with him, O Nanak, and by singing God's praises. Ashtapadi 18 The true Guru cherisheth his disciple. The true Guru is ever compassionate to his servant. The Guru will remove the filth of his disciple's wickedness. Under the Guru's instruction, the disciple will repeat God's name. The true Guru will cut the fetters of his disciple if the disciple recoil from evil deeds. The disciple to whom the true Guru giveth the wealth of the name is very fortunate. The true Guru adjusteth this world and the next for his disciple. Nanak, the true Guru loveth his disciple as his life. The servant who dwelleth in his Guru's house should heartily accept his order, not overrate himself, ever meditate on God's name in his heart, and sell his soul to the true Guru. The affairs of such a man shall prosper. He who serveth the true Guru without any desire of reward shall obtain the Lord. The servant to whom God showeth favour, Nanak, will accept the Guru's instruction. The servant who fully conciliateth the Guru shall know the state of the Supreme Being. He in whose heart is God's name is the true Guru. I am many times a sacrifice to such a Guru. So bestoweth all treasure on men, and is day and night imbued with love for the Supreme Being. The holy man is in God, and God is in the holy man. God himself is one. Of this there is no doubt. The Guru is not obtained by a thousand devices. Nanak, such a Guru is only found by good fortune. A sight of the Guru is profitable. He who beholdeth him is purified. By touching his feet, man's conduct and practice become spotless. He who on meeting him uttereth God's praises shall arrive at the court of the Supreme Being. On hearing his words the ears are satisfied, the mind gaineth contentment, and the spirit consolation. He on whom the perfect Guru, whose spell is immortal, looketh with his ambrosial glance becometh a saint. His excellencies are endless, his worth cannot be appraised. Nanak, whoso pleaseth him, he blendeth with himself. Man has but one tongue. God's praises are manifold. He is the true being of perfect discrimination. Mortal cannot by any word succeed in describing him. He is inaccessible, incomprehensible, and unperturbed. He liveth not by food. He is without enmity, the giver of comfort. No one hath found his worth. Many saints continually make obeisance to him, and meditate in their hearts on his lotus feet.
Nanak is ever a sacrifice to his true Guru, by whose favour the name of such a God is repeated. This divine essence only few obtain, but they who drink it become immortal. That being shall never perish in whose heart the Lord of Excellences appeareth. He who taketh God's name during the eight watches, who giveth true instruction to his servant, who is not veneered by worldly love, who keepeth but the one God in his heart, for him a lamp shall shine in the darkness, and, O Nanak, his doubts, worldly love, and sorrows flee away. By the perfect instruction of the saints, man becometh cool in the midst of heat. Sorrow is put to flight, happiness resulteth, the fear of birth and death is removed, fear ceaseth, man abideth fearless, and all troubles vanish from his mind. God showeth mercy to his own, who, in the company of the saints, repeat his name. By listening, O Nanak, to God's praises with attention, mental stableness is obtained, and superstition and transmigration cease. He whose power fascinateth the whole world is without the three qualities, and yet possesseth all qualities. God himself performeth his own play, only he himself knoweth his worth. There is no other than God. He, the one Spirit, pervadeth all things without interruption. He, the warp and the wolf, is contained in all forms and colours. He becometh manifest by association with the saints. He who made creation infused his power into it. Nanak is many times a sacrifice unto him. Slok 19 Except God's worship, nothing shall go with thee, O man. Worldly things are ashes. Nanak, the essence of wealth, is in the repetition of God's name. Ashtapadi 19 In the company of the saints reflect on God. Remember the one God and rest upon his name. Forget all other efforts, my friend. Put God's lotus feet into thy heart. He is the omnipotent, the cause of causes. Firmly grasp his name. It is the best thing. Lay up this wealth, and thou shalt be fortunate. Pure is the instruction of the saints. Keep the hope of the one God in thy heart, Nanak, and all thy maladies shall be healed. By serving God, thou shalt obtain the wealth after which thou now hastest in every direction. The happiness which thou ever desirest, my friend, shall be found by loving the society of the saints. The glory for which thou performest good acts shall be obtained by hastening to God for protection. It is not by many remedies maladies are healed. It is by administering the medicine of God's name. Of all treasures, God's name is the treasure. Repeat it, Nanak, and thou shalt be acceptable in God's court. Thy mind, which now wandereth in every direction, shall rest by enlightening it with God's name. No obstacle can impede him, in whose heart God abideth. This Kai age is hot, God's name is cool. Remember it, remember it, and thou shalt ever be happy. By service and love the mind becometh enlightened. Fears depart, all hope shall be fulfilled. Man shall abide in the imperishable home, saith Nanak and death's noose be cut for his escape. It is the true man who meditateth on God. It is the falsest of the false who suffer transmigration. But transmigration shall be effaced by serving God. Abandon pride and seek the protection of the divine Guru. 
so shall thy precious human life be saved. Remember God, who is the support of the soul. Man shall not be saved by many devices, or by studying the Simritis, the Shastas, and the Veds. Nanak, heartily serve God, and thou shalt obtain thy heart's desire. Thy wealth shall not depart with thee. Why art thou wrapped up in it, O foolish man? Son, friend, family, and wife, Say what ownership hast thou in them. Dominion, worldly pleasure, and extensive wealth, say who can escape from these. Horses, elephants, carriages, and equipages are delusive shows and false displays. Ignorant man knoweth not him who gave them. Nanak, he forgetteth the name, and afterwards regretteth. Take the advice of the Guru, O silly man. Without devotion many clever men have been lost. Worship God with thy heart, O my friend, and thy mind shall become pure. Put his lotus feet into thy heart, and the sins of many births shall depart. Repeat his name thyself, and cause others to do so. By hearing it, and uttering it, and abiding by it, thou shalt obtain salvation. The real thing is God's true name. Nanak, sing his excellences with devotion and love. By singing God's praises, filth shall be washed away, and the poison of pride which overspreadeth thee shall depart. By remembering God's name at every breath thou drawest, thou shalt become free from care and abide in happiness. O man, lay aside all thy cleverness. The true wealth thou shalt acquire in the company of the saints. Obtain God's name as thy capital, deal with it. Thou shalt be happy in this world and victorious in the next, saith Nanak. He on whose forehead such fate hath been written, seeth the one God without interruption in all things. Repeat the name of the one God, magnify the one God. Remember the one God, make him thy heart's desire. Sing the excellences of the one God who is endless. With soul and body, repeat the name of the one God. God himself is the only, only, only one. The perfect God filleth every place. There have been many expansions of the one God. Worship the one God, and all thy sins shall depart. Nanak, by the favour of the Guru, the one God is known by him, whose soul and body are thoroughly imbued with his love. Slok 20 After many wanderings, O God, I have come to thine asylum. Nanak's prayer, O God, is, Let me apply myself to thy service. Ashtapadi 20. I, a beggar, beg a gift of thee, O God. Mercifully grant me thy name. I crave for the dust of the saints' feet. Fulfill my desire, O Supreme Being. Let me ever sing thine excellences, and meditate on thee at every breath. Let me ever love thy lotus feet, and continually perform thy service. Thou art mine only shelter, mine only support. None that craveth thine excellent name. In God's favouring glance there is great happiness, but few obtain God's savour. They who have tasted it are satisfied. They have become perfect beings and waver not. They are filled with the sweetness and delight of love, and in the company of the saints feel desire to meet God. They enter his asylum forsaking all others. Their hearts are enlightened, and they fix their attention on him day and night. Very fortunate are they who repeat God's name. Nanak, they who are dyed with it are happy. 
The desires of God's servants are fulfilled. He obtaineth pure instruction from the true Guru. God is merciful to his servant, and rendereth him ever happy. God cutteth his fetters, he is emancipated, and the ignorance from which the pain of birth and death resulteth is no more. His wishes are fulfilled, his desires are all fulfilled. He is blended with God, and is ever present with him. God to whom he belonged hath blended him with himself. Nanak is absorbed in God's service and his name. Why forget him who destroyeth not the effects of labour? Why forget him who regardeth what is done for him? Why forget him who gave us everything? Why forget him who is the life of living beings? Why forget him who preserveth us in the fire of the womb? By the Guru's favour some rare one seeth him. Why forget him who extricateth man from sin, and joineth with him those who had broken with him during many births? The perfect Guru hath taught me the real thing, so Nanak hath meditated on his God. O holy saints, do this. Abandon all else and repeat God's name. Remember it, remember it, remember it, and you shall be happy. Repeat it yourselves and cause others to repeat it. By service and love you shall cross over the world. Without service the body shall be as dust. From the treasure of the name all beatitude and happiness are obtained, and even they who are drowning obtain rest. O Nanak, repeat the name of the Lord of Excellences, and all thy sorrow shall depart. The wish of my soul and body is that the pleasures of love, affection, and desire for God may spring up in me that I may have the happiness of beholding him with mine eyes, and that my soul may be gladdened by washing the saints' feet. Few there are who can obtain association with the saints, and whose souls and bodies are filled with love for thee. Mercifully grant me one thing, O God, to repeat thy name by the Guru's favour. Nanak, God's praises cannot be expressed. He is contained in all things. He is the pardoner, compassionate to the poor, kind to the saints, and ever merciful. Gobind Gopal, the patron of the patronless, cherisheth all creatures. He is the primal being, the creator of the world, the support of the souls of holy men. He shall become pure who repeateth his name, and devoteth to him service, affection, and heartfelt love. Devoid of virtue, low and ignorant, Nanath seeketh thy protection, O supreme power. He who singeth God's praises even for a moment shall obtain everything, heaven, salvation, deliverance. He to whose heart the story of God's name is pleasing shall enjoy the various pleasures and greatness of a monarch. They whose tongues continually repeat God's name shall enjoy plenteous food, raiment, singing and dancing. Good are his deeds, glorious and wealthy is he in whose heart the perfect Guru's spell abideth. O God, grant Nanak a dwelling with thy saints, where all happiness shall be manifested unto him. Slok 21 The formless one who possesseth all qualities, and yet is devoid of them, is in profound contemplation. Nanak, what he hath made he again absorbeth in himself. Ashtapadi 21 Before this world in any wise appeared, by whom were bad and good acts committed? When God was in profound meditation, with whom were enmity and strife? When no colour or trace of man was seen, 
say who then felt joy or sorrow. When there was only the Supreme Being Himself, where was worldly love? Who had superstition? He Himself performed His own play. Nanak, there was no other creator. When God was the sole master, say who accounted bond or free. When there was only the one God, inaccessible, limitless, say who was born in hell or heaven. When God, who is without attributes, was in profound repose, say where was Shiv and his consort. When God himself held his own light, who was fearless, who feared anyone? He himself performed his own play. Nanak, God is inaccessible and illimitable. When the imperishable one was seated on his comfortable throne, say where were then transmigration and destruction? When there was only the perfect God, the Creator, say who had any fear of death. When there was only the one invisible and incomprehensible God, whom did Chitta and Gupta call on for his account? When there was only the pure, incomprehensible and unfathomable Lord, who was then emancipated, who was bound with fetters? God is wonderful in himself. Nanak, it was he himself created his own form. When there was only the pure being, the Lord of men, and there was no filth of sin, say what was the need of ablution. When there was only the bright, formless, and undisturbed one, who was held in honour, and who in dishonour? When there was only the Lord of the world, say who was the victim of deceit and fraud. When God's light was contained in himself, who felt hunger, who satiety? The Creator is the cause of causes. Nanak, the Creator is beyond calculation. When God's glory was contained in Himself, who was then mother, father, friend, son, or brother? When He Himself was versed in all accomplishments, where did anyone see the Vedas and Mohammedan books? When God kept His designs to Himself, who thought of favourable or unfavourable omens? When He Himself was far, and he himself was near. Who was master, and who was slave? Man is astonished at the wonders of creation. Nanak, only God himself knoweth his own condition. When the undeceivable, the impenetrable, and the inscrutable one was contained in himself, who felt the influence of Mammon? When there was no one to offer obeisance to God but himself, the three qualities had not yet entered the world. When there was only the one God, who was free from care, who felt care? When God was content with himself, who preached and who listened? God is totally infinite, the most exalted of the exalted. O Nanak, he himself is his own parallel. When God made this illusion of the world, he diffused the three qualities in it. Demerits and merits began to be spoken of. Some suffered hell, and others enjoyed heaven. God made the snares and entanglements of Mammon, pride, worldly love, doubt, excessive fear, woe and weal, honour and dishonour, and delivered different kinds of doctrines. God himself performeth and beholdeth his own play. When he collecteth the stage properties, O Nanak, he alone remaineth. Where there are saints of the invisible, there is he himself. When God extended himself, the saints became glorious. He himself is the arbiter of both states. God's glory is peculiar to himself. He himself performeth plays, 
amusements, and frolics. He enjoyeth pleasures, and yet remaineth separate from them. He attacheth whomsoever he pleaseth to his name, and causeth whomsoever he pleaseth to play the play of the world. He is incalculable, unfathomable, uncountable, and unrivalled. His slave Nanak speaketh as he causes him to speak. Slok 22 O Lord of men and lower animals, Thou art contained in everything. Nanak, the one God is everywhere extended. Where is there another scene? Ashtapadi 22 Thou thyself art the speaker, Thou thyself the hearer. Thou art one, and thou art many. When it pleased God, he created the world, and when it pleased him, he absorbed it in himself. Without thee, O God, nothing is done. Thou holdest the whole world on thy string. He whom God himself instructeth, obtaineth the true name, looketh on all with an equal eye, knoweth the truth, and is, O Nanak, victorious over the universe. Men and the lower animals are in the power of him who is compassionate to the poor and the patron of the patronless. No one can destroy whom God preserveth. He whom God forgetteth is already dead. Why should any one leave God and go to another? The one bright monarch is over all. Know that he in whose power are the ways of all creatures is with thee whether at home or abroad. The ocean of excellences is endless and illimitable. The slave Nanak is ever a sacrifice unto him. The perfect compassionate God filleth every place. He is merciful to all and knoweth his own affairs. The searcher of hearts is contained in everything and cherisheth creatures in diverse ways. Whatever creatures he made, meditate on him. He blendeth with himself whosoever pleaseth him, performeth his service, and singeth his praises. He who hath hearty faith in him, O Nanak, recognizeth the one God, the Creator. The hopes of him who is attached to the name of the one God shall not be in vain. Service is the duty of the servant. He who obeyeth God's order shall obtain the supreme state, than which nothing more exalted can be conceived. He in whose heart the formless one dwelleth, and who night and day worshippeth the Guru's feet, shall burst his fetters and be free from enmity. He shall be at ease in this world, happy in the next, and, O Nanak, God will blend him with himself. Be joyous in the company of the saints. Sing the praises of God who is the primal joy. Meditate on God's name, the real thing. Save thy human life so difficult of attainment. And sing the ambrosial words of God's praises. That is the way to save thy soul. He who beholdeth God ever near him shall be delivered from his ignorance and his spiritual darkness dispelled. Hearken to instruction and treasure it in thy heart. So shalt thou, Nanak, obtain the reward thy heart desireth. Arrange both this world and the next for thyself by clasping God's name to thy heart. Perfect is the teaching of the perfect Guru. He in whose heart it dwelleth assayeth the truth. With thy soul and body attentively repeat God's name, and sorrow, pain, and fear shall depart from thy heart. O dealer, deal in the true merchandise of the name, and thy cargo shall go to heaven with thee. Put the prop of the one God into thy heart, Nanak, and thou shalt not again suffer transmigration. 
Where can any one go far from God? Thou shalt be saved by meditating on the Preserver. All his fear shall depart who uttereth the name of the Fearless One, and he shall be saved by God's mercy. He whom God preserveth shall not feel misery. By repeating God's name, his mind shall be happy, his anxieties shall depart, his pride be erased, and there shall be none equal to him. None at all his affairs shall succeed, over whom the brave Guru watcheth. The world shall be saved by beholding the Guru, whose understanding is perfect, whose glance is nectar, and whose lotus feet are incomparable. Profitable is the sight of him, beautiful his form, blessed his service, and acceptable his servant. He in whose heart the searcher of hearts, the supreme being, dwelleth is happy, and death shall not approach him. Nanak, he who in the company of the saints meditateth on God, becometh immortal, and obtaineth the immortal rank. Slok 23 The Guru hath given the eye salve of divine knowledge, by which the darkness of ignorance is dispelled. The mind of him, O Nanak, who by God's favour meeteth the saints, is enlightened. Ashtapadi 23 In the company of the saints I have seen God within me. God's name to me is sweet. All things of various colours and diverse forms are in the heart of the one God. God's name is the nine treasures and ambrosia for him, in whose body it findeth a resting place. Where there is deep meditation, the unbeaten sound is heard. The wonder and marvel of it cannot be described. He to whom God showeth himself, beholdeth him, and, O Nanak, obtaineth understanding. The Endless One is with thee, whether at home or abroad. He is contained in every heart, in earth, heaven, and nether regions. In all worlds, he is the perfect cherisher. In forest, glade, and mountain, he is the supreme being. As he ordereth, so are his creatures' acts. In wind, water, fire, and in every direction, he is contained. There is no place where he is not. Nanak, by the Guru's favour, obtain happiness. Consult the Veds, Purans, and Simritis, and thou shalt know that the one God is in the moon, the sun, and the stars. Everybody speaketh with the voice of God, who is unwavering and never wavereth. He playeth his play with all his appliances. He cannot be obtained by purchase. His attributes are priceless. His light is in all things. He holdeth the warp and woof of the world. Nanak, this is the creed of those who, by the Guru's favour, are freed from superstition. In the sight of the saints, everything is God. In their hearts is all faith. It is only good words the saints hear. They love God who is contained in all things. The rule of the saint who knoweth God is to speak the truth to everybody. Whatever happeneth he taketh for the best, for he recogniseth God as the cause of causes. God dwelleth within as also without man. Nanak, on beholding him, all men are fascinated. He himself is true. True is everything that he hath made. Everything was created by God. If it please him, he expandeth himself. If it please him, his form alone remaineth. His manifold power cannot be seen. He blendeth with himself whomsoever he pleaseth. What can be described as near him and what distant? since he himself filleth all space. Nanak, God causeth that man to understand him, 
whom he teacheth that he himself is within him. God himself abideth in all the elements. He beholdeth all things with his own eyes. The whole creation is his body. He himself heareth his own praises. He hath made transmigration as a play, and rendered Maya subservient to him. Included in everything, he yet remaineth distinct. Whatever order is to be given, he giveth himself. By his order man cometh, by his order man goeth. Nanak, when it pleaseth him, he blendeth man with himself. Whatever cometh from him is not evil. Say, hath any one except him done good? He himself is good. His acts are very good. He himself knoweth his own mind. He himself is true, and true is everything that he supporteth. The warp and woof of the world he hath blended with himself. His condition and measure cannot be described. If anyone else were like him, he would know how to describe him. Nanak, by the favour of the Guru, it is known that all God's acts must be accepted. He who knoweth him must always be happy, and God will blend him with himself. He in whose heart God dwelleth is wealthy, of high family, honoured, and obtaineth salvation during life. Hail, 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 a man hath come, by whose favour the whole world shall be saved. The object of his coming was that through him the name might be remembered. He was saved himself, and he saved the world. To him, Nanak, I ever make obeisance. Slok 24 He who worshippeth the perfect God, whose name is perfect, and who singeth the praises of the perfect one, O Nanak, obtaineth the perfect one. Ashtapadi 24 Hear the instruction of the perfect Guru. Regard the Supreme Being as ever near thee. Repeat his name at every breath, and the anxiety of the heart shall depart. Abandon the fleeting wave of desire, and heartily pray for the dust of the saints' feet. Renounce pride, make supplication, and thus shalt thou in the company of the saints cross the ocean of fire. Fill thy storehouses with divine wealth, Nanak, and bow before the perfect Guru. By repeating God's name in the company of the saints, thou shalt obtain rest, comfort, peace, and happiness. Drink the nectarious essence of God's praise, and thou shalt avoid hell and save thy soul. Think in thy heart of the one God who hath one form, but many manifestations. Gopal, Damodar, compassionate to the poor, destroyer of pain, completely merciful. Remember, remember for ever his name. Nanak, it is the support of the soul. The saints' words are the holiest hymns. Priceless rubies are those gems. He who heareth them and liveth according to them shall be saved. He shall be saved himself and save others. Profitable his life and the lives of his associates, whose heart is touched by divine love. He for whom the unbeaten music of rejoicing playeth shall on hearing it be happy and sing God's praises. God shineth in the countenance of the holy man. Nanak, in his company men are saved. Hearing that God is able to give shelter, I have come to seek it. God hath mercifully blended me with himself. No hatred remaineth me. I have become the dust of all men's feet. I have in the saints' company obtained God's nectarious name. The divine Guru was pleased with me, 
and the service of his servants hath been rewarded. By hearing God's name, and repeating it with my tongue, I have become free from entanglements and sin. God hath himself kindly shown me compassion, and, O Nanak, my cargo hath arrived at his haven. Praise God, my dear saints, with attentive and composed minds. In the Sukmani are composure, and God's praises and name. He who hoardeth it in his heart shall become wealthy, and all his desires shall be fulfilled. He shall become a distinguished person, renowned throughout the world. He shall obtain the highest place of all, and shall not again undergo transmigration. Nanak, he who obtaineth the Sukmani shall depart after earning the wealth of God's name. These advantages shall be obtained by him who reciteth the Sukmani, and heartily heareth Guru Nanak's words in praise of the name. Rest, peace, wealth, the nine treasures, understanding, divine knowledge, all spiritual power, wisdom, devotion, union with and meditation on God, the best divine knowledge, the most excellent ablutions, the four desirable objects, mental enlightenment, contempt of all things, though in the midst of them, beauty, cleverness, knowledge of the truth, and the power of looking on all men as equal. If any one heartily utter this precious hymn, he shall obtain salvation in every age. It containeth the sound of God's name, which the Simritis, Shastas, and Veds repeat. God's name is the sum total of all faith. It dwelleth in the hearts of his saints. Millions of sins are erased in the company of the saints, and by their favour man escapeth death. They on whose forehead God recorded such destiny have, O Nanak, entered the asylum of the saints. He in whose heart this Sukmani dwelleth, or who listeneth to it with love, shall remember the Lord God. The pain of birth and death shall be removed from him. His human life, so hard to obtain, shall that moment be saved. His renown shall be spotless, and his speech nectar. The one name shall be contained in his heart. Sorrow, disease, fear, and doubt shall not exist for him. His acts shall be pure. He shall be called a holy man, and his fame shall be the most exalted of all. Nanak, such are the merits of the composition called Sukmani. End of section 17. Recording by Padi Palawalia, Ottawa.